Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 164, which you can enjoy in a chair or on the floor. And I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... Hi, Amanda. I got a new Switch. Hi, I'm Blue Rider, and I do not have a new Switch. Uh, I'm Alex the Jetty Jitterzak. I have one of the old Switches. Well... That's a discussion about video games in the introduction. We're becoming much more efficient at this. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've already covered one full topic. Uh, no, well, Anna, I think there's maybe a little bit more detail because what kind of new Switch have you acquired in recent times? I got the OLED Switch. Wow. I, um, so my best friend does not have a Switch and we were talking about it when she had to take me to the urgent care. <laughs> <laughs> As you do, as you do. <laughs> While we were waiting for an hour and a half for someone to come tell me to take ibuprofen. Um, oh, but she. How much did you? How much did you have to pay for that uh, diagnosis? Man, I sure hope not a lie. I haven't seen a bill yet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but she was saying she doesn't have one, and I've been thinking about it for a while. Maybe getting a new switch because I like the bigger screen. Um, and that's pretty much the only thing about this thing that's much newer aside from the kickstand. Oh, how's the kickstand? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't used it yet. Oh, I have only pulled it up so I can put in the new mi- the uh. Because I have the, the old SD. one and the kickstand is garbage. It is very bad. Um. I just don't use the kickstand for anything. Yeah, I was going to say is that my well, switch can't. This one is basically... The only purpose it has is to fall off or <laughs> fall down. Yeah, it's it's great. This is this is much better. I, I've used it kind of once just to put in the micro SD, but um. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I'm using it right this second to prop it up while it's still plugged in. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's great. It's not moving. Because the full back is the kickstand. Um, oh, really? But I have, a, I have a Best Buy credit card, and it would have been easier. You could have used that as the kickstand. could have. <laughs> um. But yeah, the I primarily just use the Switch as a console. I think it's pretty much permanently attached to my TV. I do... I know I was, like, sick one time, or maybe it was when I got the COVID shot, and I was just, like, in bed with the switch and i was like playing donut county or something mm-hmm. i think um donut county is one of those games where it's better played as a touch screen game and i think yeah, actually that's sure. why i was holding it as a portable instead of using the tv yeah i used it as a uh, in docked mode like when i first got it um in college but ever since especially since moving to london i don't really have a good tv here the TV that came with the apartment makes a weird buzzing sound, and also there's it's like hung up on the wall, and there's not a table next to it for me to put the dock. <laughs> oh on. yeah, yeah. So there's like not really anything I can do about that. So I've just been playing it pretty exclusively in handheld mode. Yeah. Um, that's that's my contribution to this shared moment we're having about the Nintendo Switch and its uses. Blue, what do you do? Do you use it like upside down or something fun like that? <laughs> Uh, At least from no, Canada, they took not that from out of the Australia. Zero Escape game, so... <laughs> I I legitimately can't tell you if you're joking or not. Okay, so in the original DS version of 999, one of the last puzzles is Upside Down Sudoku, 
but in the remake they couldn't do that because you can't turn your well you could turn your tv or your monitor upside down but it's not as simple a task as your ds <laughs> so how do you play your nintendo switch with my hands <laughs> to... would you say like hand it's held in your hands specifically most of the time yeah on if only there's a word for that there isn't I so we should move couldn't tell you i'm sure there is in another language it just doesn't have a direct translation oh yeah mm-hmm. one of those yeah mm-hmm. schadenfreude or some such i'm just trying to transfer all of my save data and i think i might have messed up <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-oh oh, no <laughs> so um live on the, the stream this is gonna be me crying <laughs> like no ah. i'm mostly the only thing that this is super crushing for is animal crossing Cause, oh yeah animal crossing is weird about it yeah it's the only this is the only one that i've um oh man do you need a minute <laughs> i might need uh some prayers <laughs> some thoughts and prayers. <laughs> thoughts and prayers yeah thoughts and also prayers thoughts and prayers please <laughs> So what I was going to ask is, since you're probably not going to be using the OLED switch in the next, you know, hour or so, uh, do you have any hopes and dreams for it? Like in terms of like how it's going to be better that we'll circle back to next time you're on the podcast? Not really. Um, I I just, <laughs> I, like I said, I just like the bigger screen. I I personally use it as a handheld, like constantly. I don't use it for... I don't use it on my TV unless I'm playing Just Dance or something. It's really just a handheld for me for the most part. But haven't haven't they been talking about the Switch Pro basically since the Switch came out? Yeah, and I don't yes. know how much I trust it, which is why I'm just like I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna get, yeah, just gonna get the thing. Uh, all my it... pictures I think are gone too. <laughs> oh no! Oh, yikes! Oh no, they're all still here. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, they're not. But they're what? Of them are here. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what's on the micro SD. Oh, all the micro SD ones uh, transferred. Hooray, victory! That's what really matters. Cool. Yeah, I'm just here for the experience, and also I should probably get a screen protector. I think this may be something worth circling back to next podcast when you actually have yep. some experience to share <laughs> with us. So uh, why don't we move on? Blue, I, I I usually ask everybody before the podcast if they have any video game stuff that they want to talk about, and I didn't. We didn't hit Blue. So Blue, what what is there any video game stuff you want to talk about? Uh, I just checked, and Super Fuse comes out in two days. All right. Now that's not going to be true when people are listening to this. No, but for me personally, it's true, and that's all I really care about. (laughs) I'm just like I kind of sometimes like the podcast to exist in like a timeless ether. Well, not this episode. That it was recorded on January 28th, 2023. Sometimes you just I feel like you need to suffer a little bit. And this was just a mm, nice dose. Mm, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think you you adhere yourself very much to that little bit part of the statement. 
This was a little dose. What? I would never do anything. <laughs> you would never do would anything intentionally anything. to upset me. Correct? <laughs> to upset you. We all, what if we? What if we do a little pledge, like a little like sign very, of blood very sort good of thing? Friends of over ten years. <laughs> well, I was just I'll pull out a contract uh, with uh, some. I'm not legally signing anything. Penalties. I will sign nothing. <laughs> um. So, what is this video game, Blue? It's uh, an action RPG where you play as a like a really customizable like sort of superheroish character. So it's sort of gonna be like uh, Marvel Heroes, I guess, which is was Diablo with Marvel characters, except this one doesn't have Marvel characters, but it does have superheroish vibes. So. Is I'm that looking sort of how forward to it. Across your news feed. Uh, yeah, I think so. And uh, Marvel Heroes was like my favorite game, and I didn't get to play it nearly enough. So I'm hoping this will finally scratch that itch. But we'll see. All right, looking forward to it, and to hearing you talk about a video game. Uh, maybe next time as well. Yeah, maybe next time. We'll see. Uh, Jetty, you have been moving very slowly. Yeah. It took you two months to get from one place to another. And you'd think you could have picked up the pace a little bit, but you're back. And I assume you have some opinions about video games that have developed in those times. Um, a bit. So it's primarily from before, uh, the move really started happening is, um, I had bought uh where was it i got a gamestop gift card and so i ended up buying what did i buy i bought hyrule War- warriors which i actually like have not played yet <laughs> because of the move that's okay i um I, I bought luigi's mansion three like years ago and i still haven't played it yeah um because i bought it at the same time i bought pokemon sword yeah Shield, yeah i think yeah and um I also bought, uh, with my GameStop gift card, um, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. And, uh, that was my, like, I was playing that for a while. Like, you know, every day, get done with work immediately, just start playing, and then, like, go to sleep and wake up the next morning, go to work, and then play more of the game. So, now, because from previous podcasts, we know that this isn't a given. Did you actually like the video game that you were playing every day nonstop? (laughs) Man... I don't. <laughs> Jetty. I don't know. Jetty. So here's the thing. Right? Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? So <laughs> what do you mean? So here's the I thing. Don't know. I feel like Pokemon Legends did a lot of things that like I wanted out of a Pokemon game, right? That like uh, when mm-hmm. I played Sword and Shield, I kind of didn't really like care about it that much, right? That like a few years ago, I went back and I played like the original Pokemon and I really enjoyed that. And then I was playing, um, which one was it? I was playing like Omega Ruby or something like that. Um, and like, I was having fun with that and I was enjoying that, but I couldn't really get into sword and shield in the same way. It was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'm playing a Pokemon game, but I don't know. Um, but like Pokemon legends did a lot of the things that I feel like encourages you to go and collect pokemon right like 
Pokemon, gotta catch them all, you know, all 486 of them or whatever. Um, and... <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And so, now the thing is, is that like Pokemon Legends, um, you get kind of experience points for catching Pokemon and for like seeing them do certain attacks and like catching them in certain ways where like, oh, you caught these ones during the day, you caught these ones at night, or like, oh, um, this one, you saw it use, uh, you know, Hydro Pump or whatever, and like, this one you killed using fighting moves, or, you know, sorry, killed, um, <laughs> you literally killed that Pokemon. Um, oh, no! <laughs> also, are we, are we just letting him live in blissful ignorance? Is and, that... And, so, so like, it did a lot of things that I thought was, like, good. Is like, it's not just about, oh, you catch this many Pokemon, or, like, oh, you've caught all the ones in the Pokedex. It kind of encourages you to use different Pokemon, and it encourages you to, like, go out of your way to catch multiple of the same kind and stuff. Um, and then, like, oh, you caught a big one, or you caught small ones, and, like, these all, like, do different things for your like stats and like um you're, you're supposed to be oh studying them and blah 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 and i thought that was really cool i thought that was good um it encouraged you to play and to actually like try different pokemon and like uh you're encouraged to cycle them out and like use different ones instead of just being like these are my strong ones they're all the way leveled up so i'm mm -hmm. just going to keep using that specific group mm -hmm. um it did a lot of those kinds of things well but as a game and understand that like i'm coming off of breath of the wild right yeah coming directly off of yeah, breath of the wild yeah, yeah. and like that's got to be a bit rough yeah so it, it's like oh pokemon but it's an open world game and it's like okay you guys breath of the wild came out a while ago right mm -hmm. a while ago yeah a breath of the yes. wild ago yeah it's been a breath uh since it came out um and the controls on that were really good, right? Like, it was very smooth to be like, oh, I'm climbing, or oh, now I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna, uh, you know, glide or whatever, and like, all of these things, you know, getting on the horses and blah, 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 like, all of that was very polished, very polished. Um, and like, you don't really think about it. It's one of those things where when it works well, you don't notice it, right? Mm-hmm. The opposite is Pokemon Legends. <laughs> oh, man, um, it seems like you've maybe noticed some things. Oh, man. Like, the further you get into the game, the worse it gets. <laughs> when, once you get, what is like, it, Sneasler or whatever? Oh, yeah. And, like, it's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're trying to... Oh, what's that? You want to sneak around in a cave to get around a... Po well, you're climbing now. And then, by the way, the button to like stop climbing is also the button to do something else and like you have to hit left and right to swap out which thing you're doing and now you're auto set to sneezler so the next time that you want to run away you're instead just going to be sneezler but like on flat ground <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um for those who have not played sneezler uh you you get carried around in a little basket which i do enjoy i enjoy the little yeah. eyes in the basket. Yeah, yeah, that is good. <laughs> but like, Sneasler just walks at the normal pace. But if you switch to Stantler, Stantler's the mm -hmm. running one, so it's really fast, right? Or 
whatever it is, the bird one, I don't even remember. I, I like got to the bird one and then uh, the move kind of kicked into full gear and I didn't really have time to be playing. But that like, oh man, what a nightmare to be like, well, I want to fly, but then I'm going to land, but I need to land in water or something like, oh, please, you guys couldn't have spent a little more time on making the core of the game. Like, I mean, I guess it's not really core of the gameplay, but it's a big part of gameplay is exploration and run around. And that like that is very clunky. And and Breath You're of the Wild telling me it's not enough that you can just do combat rolls off of cliffs. <laughs> well So what I, I'm hearing is that nobody should ever play Breath of the Wild because it ruins gaming for the rest does. of your life. And that's the <laughs> thing, is like guys too, too bad. <laughs> like you guys couldn't have taken some hints from Breath of the Wild. Like technically, you're all owned by Nintendo, right? You couldn't have been like Hey guys, just like you know, walk well, around. Well, that's the thing. I think I think they were trying. I think that was their effort to make something like Breath of the Wild, right? Like, well, yeah, but it's like um, you know, I I always liked uh, Secret of Evermore, right, for the Super Nintendo, because it has the ring system that they use in Secret of Mana. But my favorite like anecdote or whatever about it is that it was completely programmed from scratch. That basically, they saw it in Secret of Mana and were like, that was really good. It's not that, being that they're both Square games, that they just copied and pasted the code. It was literally that right. somebody else was like, that was a good idea. Let's implement that again. Let's do it <laughs> and, again, though. Yeah, so, so they did that with Pokemon Legends. But sadly, it did not quite work out the same way. Well, like most Pokemon things, it's something that's just they instead of iterating on it in development, they just iterate on it in between games. Because I feel like, just like the sort of wild area was sort of an iteration on the open worlds that yeah. Arceus develops more. Yeah. Uh, like the the animal the the Pokemon companions that you use to get around to the open world are sort of consolidated into one Pokemon that gains abilities in uh, Scarlet and Violet. Um, and it makes it a lot... There's there's glitchy stuff with regards to how the mechanics work, but in terms of, like, the U, the UX, like, design, it's a lot more streamlined. Because it's just, you press one button, and you have all of this... You have your Stantler and Sneasler and Braviary abilities all together yeah. in, in one thing. So I, I think that's sort of the answer to your question is that they did iterate on it in the next game. <laughs> yeah, good. Though I'm not sure what they're going to do for the next one because it was like the way that they did it with the sort of box legendaries was fun, but I don't know if that can be like the thing forever, right? Like it seems like they're going to have to come up with a different idea or just have a very different design for the next game. Man, I forgot. It's been a while since I played. I had an Alpha Baneri. <laughs> There's... Yeah, you can catch an alpha of every single Pokemon. Basically, I think... they were so big. <laughs> <laughs> that that is, I believe, the point, Jetty. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it, it, it's the point when it's like you know Snorlax or something, right? Like, wow, they're big and they're strong or something. But like to be like, oh man, this Beniri, right? Or like, can I get a Badoo that's like <laughs> really big? <laughs> Like yeah. really big, a big for a Badoo. Oh yeah, a big do. Um, and I, d I am sorry to 
break your heart in this illusion, but for those who didn't catch it and aren't aware, there are over a thousand Pokemon now. Oh, are there? <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's why I laughed it. so hard when I thought you were just referencing that there's only like 400 ish in the in yeah. Legends Arceus. Yeah, I think that's where I was getting my number from was that I looked it up at some point and I saw <laughs> that, but that I missed that. Um, yeah, there are in fact not... over a thousand. <laughs> yep. They had a whole video about it where they showed every single Pokemon that exists. That's a lot. Man. Yeah. <laughs> It's over a thousand. I remember when 150 <laughs> was too many. Was it actually too many? I mean, when are you actually going to use Electabuzz, right? <laughs> I like Electabuzz. <laughs> well, I mean, Electabuzz is fine now, now that they, like, evolve. But, like, at the time, it was like, why wouldn't you use some other electric type, right? Like, when are you going to use, you know, Electrode? Well, now you... Yeah, I've, well, Electabuzz was like really hard to get. I feel like it yeah. was like rare. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and now, it, and then after, the, shortly after that, they gave Magnemite the Steel type, which just made it clear on away the best <laughs> of the standard electric types that you could get. And they, I, I, they haven't really surpassed Magna. I mean, you got Magnazone now. I but mean, 150 like, clearly wasn't enough because we had to go and ruin their lives by looking for things like missing now. So <laughs> clearly, we wanted at, more. At what point, Jetty? Yes. Do you, do you, like do you think? Could, what did? You, how many of the Pokemon games did you play? Did you? I know you played the original. Did you play nothing in between the original and Sword and Shield? Basically. Like, um, I mean, I played like a mystery dungeon, right? Ooh, and, um, I think it was actually after Sword and Shield that I started going back and like playing, like I, I got used copies and was like playing some of the ones that I had missed, but like, I never really like beat any of them. I just kind of like played a few hours of, you know, Omega Ruby or whatever, um, I guess my question is, like, how many do you think you could, like, if I showed you a picture, you could name them? Most of my knowledge comes from, like, oh, yeah, I did play Sword and Shield, though. And that's the thing is that, like, you know, Sword and Shield has some, like, in-between Pokemon that I missed. And, like, uh, yeah. Pokemon yeah. Legends has definitely introduced me to a whole lot of, like, new Pokemon. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, I... There's a lot that I just don't know about. That like if you if you had tried to tell me that like Electabuzz not only had an evolved form but like a pre-evolved form, I would have been like, "You're joking, right?" Like that one. That's what Jetty. they decide. <laughs> Jetty, Jetty. Yeah. I can't tell. Are you joke? Is this the joke? What's the joke? Here? <laughs> what? I mean, like I know that they do now. Like I've seen Elekid or whatever. I mean, like okay. that one. Well, that I one. I thought you were saying that you didn't know about Elekid. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like I knew about Elekid because um, he's referenced in Pokemon by Weird Al, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> thought you were just gonna end it at Pokemon, and I was like, Pokemon. Yeah, has yeah, referenced Elekid. <laughs> but yes, the song Pokemon by Weird Al references Elekid. Mm -hmm. um so like I, I was familiar but like i don't know th there's a point where they've added a lot of those kind of like weird in between 
ones. Yeah, they, well, they stopped adding. They stopped adding pre-evolutions. Yeah. In Gen Four, I think. Man, because and then everything else is like either new forms, so like regional forms right. or like new evolutions. Yeah. Sometimes those new evolutions are also sort of considered like the reason that it's a new evolution is because it's a re- part of a regional form sort of situation. Like, like, like with uh, Sneasler, right? Like there's Hisuian, which is what they call the, the region in Legends. Um, there's Hisuian Sneasel, but then Hisuian Sneasel evolves into Sneasler, which is not Hisuian Weavile. <laughs> so it gets okay. complicated. Yeah. Still waiting um, for but... Ditto to evolve. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh oh man. That doesn't even make any sense. Would it have, <laughs> like would it have three eyes? I don't <laughs> uh, it would it, be exactly the same, but there's just three eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the stats don't change. It does exactly the same thing. Um Um Pokemon Legends I wanna like it, right? Mm-hmm. But the controls kind of get in the way. That's sort of the short summary of your experience. Yeah, like a lot of games, I want to like it, but it's just impossible. It feels like we're all sort of on an RPG kick lately, just based on talking to you on the podcast right now, at least. Because I don't know, I've been one of the things I was doing because I've been on a, a Pokemon kick too. But like, for example, one of the things I did was I looked up how. Like, cause there's a bunch of like newer Pokemon like games that sort of came out. Like, obviously we covered Temtem, but there's a, there's a bunch of other that I think I've talked on another podcast too. And I was curious, like, cause Pokemon has a very specific type of damage calculation. <laughs> and I was curious, like, how other place, other games solve that, like, do that. And, uh, the answer for some of them is they use the exact same damage formula. <laughs> And then some use like a slightly modified version and then some use like there's a difference between right like whenever you attack in an RPG of any kind you ha- there's like you have it a you have an attack and your opponent has a defense in some sense right if it's if it's an RPG with enough depth that you're not it's not just you have an attack <laughs> um yeah. and that you can either attack minus defense goes into the damage formula or attack over defense like a ratio goes into the formula and i I feel like i've only really played games where it's been attack over defense but i'm not sure yeah no i remember uh you could play with that in rpg maker back when i used to be an rpg maker or be into rpg maker circle like (laughs) back uh, when you were yourself an rpg a maker of rpgs yeah well um yeah because like you could mess with the damage calculation and I remember all the stuff about like, well, if they're, uh, if you get a critical hit or like if they're poisoned or something. Um, and then also I just remembered this stupid, uh, worst formula that was, um, Ragnarok online, which was that mm-hmm. you have vitality, the stat and you have armor, which is basically armor at the beginning of the game is completely meaningless because the armor that you can equip gives you like uh you know 10 defense the thing is that means it reduces damage by 10 percent so when you're taking five damage 
It does nothing. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, like, literally. So it's, like, pointless to buy armor until, like, way later. I mean, granted that, like, it takes you, like, two days to level up enough to be able to equip something that can actually reduce the amount of damage that you take. Um, but then, meanwhile, vitality is a straight minus. So if you have, like, five versus ten vitality at that rate, well, now you're taking one damage, right? <laughs> um mm-hmm. And but then like later in the game, when things are doing like 3000 damage to you, it doesn't matter that you have 99 vitality. Um, but then they had like uh, a skill for monks where your vitality turns into armor defense. So then if you had 99 vitality, like that would mean you get a 99% damage reduction. <laughs> that seems pretty powerful. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I don't know, but, like, that was really just the stupidest, like, it's the most, we thought about this at the beginning and didn't think about it again for ten years. (laughs) I thought you were gonna talk about the terrible uh, formula for lovers who quarrel have to pretend to be related to get a discount on getting their picture taken that was in Ragnarok Online. (laughs) At least that's what I learned. Oh, in Hacks right. And yes, Slash. from yeah, 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 from uh, <laughs> Hacks and Slash. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Classic. That was Ragnarok. a bit of. I appreciate the cross promotion, yeah. Blue, yeah. but that was a bit of a reach. I got it. <laughs> I remember because I was. He got it story. after he explained it to you. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, damage formulas, right? Like I, I feel like some mix of each because i think there's a point now where like ragnarok updated it so that like armor gives you it's like one percent damage reduction but also for every four points of armor it equals one actual point of straight reduction or something stupid i think this just shows that it shouldn't be you shouldn't use addition subtraction because it's way too easy for one number to just become like completely useless in that equation. Yeah, but it makes more sense with smaller numbers, I feel like, cuz um like if you're talking about percents, then the percents have to get really big, right? I don't know. Like But it, like if if yeah. you if you make everything, if you if you just have to scale it, but it's like the numbers will get bigger, but then the percents will stay the same if if both sides go up. So, like, if you have a level 5 versus a level 5, you'll do, like, half damage. And then if you scale up to level 100, you'll still do – if both sides scale up to level 100, they'll right. still do half damage. Yeah. That half damage is just now a bigger number. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, um, I guess. But I don't know. I feel like these are the sorts of things that, like, you know, we we talk a lot about video games and then we don't talk about, like, the really fundamental stuff. It's like, this is, like, one of the key important things yeah. that's used for, like, how the whole game works. Like, the other thing is, like, overworlds and, like, random encounters. Yeah. Like, especially, like, with Pokemon, right? Like, Pokemon went from, you know, to this. When Pokemon went, like, off of the grid. Or like system <laughs> off, the, off the grid. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. That's, I mean, that's kind of what that. Legends Arceus is, right? You I, go off. I the guess grid. so. Yeah, yeah. I, you're not wrong. I approve. Um, but like out of like random encounters in Wild Grass, but like and even a little bit before that, like part of the game was like 
like the overworld was like part of the game, not just sort of like an incidental space in between Pokemon battles, right? Like it was very common for you to have a situation where you would be presented with two paths, one that had tall grass where you could have wild encounters and one where you would fight a trainer and you had to make the decision on whether you would fight the one trainer now who would have stronger Pokemon and more Pokemon that you'd have to defeat all at once or go through and, you know, the wild encounter section. And I feel like, and then they'd be like, oh, well, maybe there's an item in the tall grass and are you going to go and try to get the item or are you going to just head straight on ahead because you can't, you know, handle a wild Pokemon battle right now. And there's not real, and like, oh, there were overworld puzzles where you pushed rocks around or you slid on ice and I'm not saying that we need to keep those or even that a lot of those were a lot of those boulder pushing puzzles were either way too simple or way too obtuse. Yeah. I think they only nailed it like twice in yeah. the series where it was like, this is a fun puzzle. Um, the ice lining puzzles it was like but, a good one and mostly just bad ones. But I don't they like they didn't replace them with anything in the new design so now the overworld these open worlds are just like empty space yeah because there's never a decision that you make aside from oh here's a pokemon am i going to start an encounter or not no but then also like people don't like wild encounters anymore i I did like that in pokemon legends you could just get beaten up by a pokemon yeah that that does make it it's not really a puzzle yeah but it adds some stakes, at least, to like yeah. how you move around the the space. Yeah, and they so. they did have some good stuff with um you know the items where it's like you could get a smoke bomb or a scatter bomb and like um you know, gives you a bit of options. So like you don't have to be hiding in tall grass. You can make your own tall grass, but also mm-hmm. if it disappears while you're like crouching there, um, <laughs> you could get spotted. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I agree. Is um, I'm thinking also about Earthbound, right? Where like the monsters are there on the map, and you have a small amount of ability to either like choose to fight them or not. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's also games uh, like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, where as you're fighting them, once you fight them, they're gone. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know, there's certain balancing points of each where, like, uh, at least you kind of know as you go through what is coming up um, Mm -hmm. versus, like, being stuck or surprised. I definitely think that, like, just complete random encounters is uh, kind of a thing of the past and maybe uh, for the best. But um, I definitely agree, but it's interesting. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what's the... What is the best way to replace it without like making battling like completely optional? Yeah, because there there is a point of like, well, what is the playing of the game? Because like there are like um take the tactical game um sort of method of gameplay, right? Like most tactical games don't really have an overworld. It's just a chain of essentially boss battles, right? Right. They're like if you want to think about it in that way, is that like there's no like the, there's no random battles to fill space it's just you do a major story battle or you don't and like maybe they'll have like a you know training grounds or something like a practice area but that like the the primary expectation is that like 
you're just going to go to the next story mission when you're ready for it. Um, and otherwise it's like a completely different form factor of doing story related stuff, you know, like, um, characters talking to each other and all that. And then you go to the next battle, Mm -hmm. but like you could do something like that with the normal RPG where it is essentially just boss battles. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But then it's like, then you almost wonder like, why is it even an RPG at that point? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, because, like, I think, like, Fire Emblem, some Fire Emblem games have mechanics like that, where there's, like, leveling up, but then it's also all boss battles. Right. So it's, like, what's the, the leveling up feels almost kind of scripted. Like, there's, right. you don't have the kind of flexibility to decide whether you want to over-level or not. But then, like, that's also, like, a core issue with RPGs in general, is, like, you can solve almost any problem just by like grinding and getting to a high enough level where you don't have to think about it. Yeah. In a lot of games. And like how do you leave the flexibility of having a a random number of encounters, a non-deterministic number of battles where you can get experience, but also not just let that you know scale out. And or is it even a problem that you need to solve? There's yeah. also the games where that's just like the part of the design, like Crystallis, our favorite. <laughs> well, it's just like, sorry, you're useless. Go grind. <laughs> well, I was going to say is like in NES games, right? Um, there's a point where the expectation is that the playing is supposed to be the fun and that like, yeah, you're going to go through regular battles, but that's like the fun of playing the game right and when i was six i would just sit around and grind because to me like wow look at the numbers there they go (laughs) right (laughs) um that's the fun of the game and i guess i wonder like um because what like undertale right the battle system is kind of fun like there's a little more to it than just you're clicking attack right Mm -hmm. and so it becomes a bit of a puzzle game in which like the puzzles themselves can be fun. And so you have a bit of a like slight amount of randomness introduced to a puzzle and that you can just kind of go and do that for a while. And that like, it doesn't feel the same as just like, yep, I ran into another one, attack, attack, attack. Oh, what's that? I'm dying and I'm out of items. Great. Cool. (laughs) Um, so like there is instead of just saying like well we're only going to do boss battles because boss battles are fun you could also just say well the battles themselves could be done in a way that like the playing of the game itself becomes fun again right yeah i i think there's also like the the a thing in earthbound that i i'm kind of surprised we haven't just like figured out how to keep more where it's like if you're if you're at a point where a battle would be trivial battle just happens (laughs) yeah yeah that it just like Um, tells you that you won (laughs) because you're going to yeah and pokemon scarlet and violet kind of do this but you have to like send your pokemon out in a specific mode where it'll like automatically battle and if it's like a clear win it'll just it'll just do it yeah 
Um, but like, it's not like if you you know the 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 common joke is like there's one of the, one of the new Pokemon is just like this tiny bug that you can barely see in the grass, and it's like it touches your toe, and suddenly it's like da 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 da, da and it's just like because you you stepped on a bug. <laughs> Um, and it's like, oh, no, I've got to deal with the bug. <laughs> it's like, either, like, I either got to beat up the bug or run away from the bug, but it's become, like, this whole thing. And it's like, yeah, just, like, if the battle is not going to be interesting, then let's just not do it. But you can still have random encounters, or maybe not random, but, like, you know, optional encounters that matter. And that maybe you, like, optional in the sense that if you have enough skill, you can skip them, but... Right, you can avoid them on the map or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I guess um, uh, comically enough, the game that I always think about, Seventh Saga, um, when you mm-hmm. when you beat the boss in a dungeon, uh, the dungeon becomes um, you know, tame or whatever that like you can just walk out, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, I think a lot of super nintendo games like basically after the boss you would either get teleported or there would be like oh there's a door or something that's behind the throne mm-hmm. you know and like now you just walk out but that like for seven saga it was like yeah this just becomes a place it's no longer you know haunted or whatever um and there's no longer enemies here um so like there's enemies on the way in but not on the way out i don't know there's different methods of um managing random encounters Mm -hmm. i agree with those words you just said there are different ways yes there Mm -hmm. are i i do think that um my goal as a game developer is to uh you make the game fun right and so perhaps Mm. if battle was actually entertaining but you don't play games that you think are fun jetty so like i I don't don't know maybe you're a little misguided there yeah yeah i I, uh, man i struggle with it because like I do love those esoteric games. I still need to get back because I talked about playing uh, Super Highlight. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to go and do that now that I'm actually like settled and I have my office set up and, um, you know, and I have the Internet. Um, But yeah, to to play and show you guys Super Highlight because, oh man, I I wish I I could play it blind again just to give my confusion of like, what do any of these numbers mean and why can I not carry a knife? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've come to find out though also it was like wildly more complex than I even could have imagined and that like there's all sorts of stuff about... um, there's good enemies and there's bad enemies and you don't want to kill the good enemies or you're not going to get the good ending. And it's like, maybe that was explained in the manual, right? But um, I mean, Or it's a secret trick for replayability, right? Like, it's like, oh, you didn't know this thing. So you couldn't get the good ending. It and seems... high all over again. Yeah, it seems too obtuse. Like... I... I don't know if you know this, but every single detail I've learned about this game so far can be described the exact same way. So, what you mean, bad? <laughs> the, uh, obtuse, I think you're going but, for obtuse but, specifically, uh, but yes. also that yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the thing is that like part of me just wants to make because like the graphics are completely unreadable. You cannot tell, and like it's weird because. 
So the graphics are obtuse. The graphics are obtuse. The gameplay is obtuse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I... Uh, and, and like I looked at what regular Hydlide looks like, right? This is Super Hydlide. It's the sequel, and like the original one has graphics that you can tell what they are, but Super Hydlide, for some reason, nothing. It's just so weird looking. And like part of me wants to make a game. I wish I could be satisfied with myself and just allow myself to make something that was that like completely incomprehensible from start to finish. <laughs> just. <laughs> But um, it's, it would be such a fine line to draw on purpose, right? Of like something that is clear, so clearly obtuse and obnoxious, but yeah. like still communicating to anyone who actually played it, like that this is on purpose and like this is the point. Yeah. And like, but also like being understanding, like it's not like, oh, it's the point that it's. Bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. No, yeah. it's supposed to be like funny. Like it's, a, it's supposed to bring you like some sort of very specific emotion yeah. about like why you, like, is it like this? A list of like clever design choices and then do subvert them in a negative way. <laughs> and and like it's, I guess it's what it sounds like this game does. Like it's true is like there are people who play the original Dwarf Fortress and stuff, right? And it's like you're looking at a bunch of like hash signs and at symbols and stuff and you're enjoying it. But like, yeah, I, there's definitely a way to do it, but it's a, it's a, it would be a really, you have to be really careful because it would be such a fine line to walk. Yeah. Like it would have to, like, I think at the end of the, it would have to be a game that like you could get through with a (laughs) walkthrough and like also play like, you could have the two experiences of like one playing it without knking anything and things are just terrible, but like you're the kind of person who can like deal with that and think it's kind of funny because yeah. you know it's on purpose a little bit. And then another thing where it's like you've got a walkthrough, but then also the like the act of playing the game while reading the walkthrough is still just as wild because it's like, oh, make sure you haven't eaten any potatoes before you pick <laughs> up the the knife of Klesaljar. Because if you do, then you'll actually do minus two damage to yourself every time you use the knife. Yeah. And, like, so then you can still avoid, like, having to discover that, but you can still read it in the walkthrough and be like, why is this a thing? Yeah. <sighs> it's definitely possible. Like, but it, is it is it worth the time that you would spend on the joke? I don't know. Yeah, like, I do like how... When you watch movies in the 80s or whatever, they'll, like, make fun of people who play video games and that, like, somebody's explaining how to get through the video game. And it's like, well, don't forget to pick up, you know, uh, the the crystal sphere when you're walking through, you know, the, the cavern of darkness or whatever, because, like, you'll need that in level seven. And, like, <laughs> it's fun to go back and play games like super highlight and be like no they're absolutely right <laughs> right if you don't get that crystal yeah. you will you will not be able to beat level seven yeah. it's also fun though like when they're when they're clearly playing an rpg and then they start talking about level seven yeah yeah, like, yeah well now hold on a second <laughs> uh, what was it i'm trying to rem- oh was it transformers where like the guy is playing ddr and he's like oh it's about to get to the next level it's like level in ddr right yeah. like you get to pick the difficulty setting yourself. Yeah, no. Um, this has been the next song. And like, like the mid-2000s was late enough 
for most people to be familiar with video games. Like, were they doing it on purpose? I don't <laughs> Yeah, but not, not most people. I don't know if it was for most writers right. to be. Because, like, I mean, writers for TV and movies now, like, do know more about video games. But they still, like, show stuff from, like, the SNES or the Nintendo 64 or the GameCube. And they always, always in TV shows, you have people playing, like, their hands on their controllers in, like, the most disgusting way possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, like, slapped on them with no understanding of how they work at all. (laughs) Yeah, especially joysticks, like, joysticks in particular, right? Like, joysticks are always, like, flying over when, like, when you're actually playing a video game, like, you mostly just hold the joystick in one direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, unless you're playing a fighting game or something, but... um, Yeah, but they're not usually playing a fighting game. (laughs) Yeah, but then, um, like, there used to be a website that, like, tracked every instance of someone using a Nintendo 64 controller in media. (laughs) Because it's like, of course they're holding it on both sides, right? Right, because that would be, you would look at it and think that was the intent. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's how you play Super Nintendo. That's how you play regular Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, the the Nintendo 64 controller is the video game controller equivalent of a door that has a push bar on both sides, (laughs) but one is a push and one is a pull. Yeah. That's the Nintendo 64 controller. Yeah. One side you're supposed to grab, but the other side you're not supposed to grab, but they look exactly the same. Yeah. I think it's time to talk about video games we've been playing in recent times. What do you guys think? I I just spent... I do not think, therefore I do not act. I just spent like the last hour talking about video games I played in recent times. <laughs> yeah, Jetty, you're excused. You're excused from the end of the podcast if you want. No. Can, can I get um, a whole pass? <laughs> a whole pass. Uh, Blue, what video games have you been playing in recent times? Uh, still Midnight Suns. Uh, two days ago, the DLC came out. The first bit of DLC came out. Uh, but I'm still in the second act of the story. So I'm I'm working my way through that. I've realized Is it like a free or a paid DLC or it's is it like a paid DLC? System? It's paid, but I got like the deluxe version or whatever, so I got it for free or You paid for it already. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have to go through the process of paying for it again. Or more for a deleter date. Um, so I haven't, I don't have experience with it yet, cause I'm saving that till I finish the story, although it is accessible at any time, basically. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've realized, uh, ironically, though the, the main character, the hunter, is the, most customizable in their abilities. Uh, I've sort of accidentally made them pretty useless compared to all the other characters. <laughs> I've, and it, there are, there are wise ways that other people would choose to change their loadout. But, uh, I'm stubborn and will play with my play style and... So you, 
you could fix it. It's not and, like you made a bad decision and you're stuck with it. You've made a bad decision and you were continuing of your own free will to stick with that bad decision. Yeah, because it fits my play style more. And so I, I, I might change it, but I also just might keep it the way it is because I am like doing good still. So we'll see how that develops. Well, I'm sure you're all wondering what video games I've played in recent times, and you have no possible idea what it is. Is it Mega Man? It's not Mega Man. Is it Pokemon? Showdown? I did play a lot of Pokemon, but I wasn't going to talk about it any more than we already have. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I played for one day over the last month that wasn't Pokemon was a Super Mario Party with some friends that I visited while on holiday. But we did it <laughs> Joseph- in a special way. How long what? have you been in the UK? What do you mean? I mean, a while. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what this has to do with. You, sorry, you, you were with some friends on holiday. <laughs> on holiday. On vacation. Thank you. Is that what you want me yes, to say? Yes, <laughs> that's what I want you to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I've never been in a place where people refer to not being at work as being on vacation because I've never worked in a country. I've gone to school in a country. So in my brain, vacation is when you're not at school and holiday is when you're not at work. Yeah. I- also, to be fair, this was very specifically for a holiday. Yeah. Like the holiday of Christmas and New Year's was the reason I was out of town. Yes. So Jetty, I think there's a little bit of room for some for some understanding here. Okay, you know? Yeah. You it was the holidays, you know, so I'll give that to you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I played Super Mario Party, but with a fun twist. Where you own, you don't win if you get first place. You win if you get second place. Wow. That's a good one. Which I saw on YouTube videos. <laughs> That's a good one. Which is what inspired it. Yeah, it was interesting. We actually tried to play, um, like, aim for third place, but the problem was that, um, it was, it felt like the best strategy was to just avoid getting stars uh, at all. And on most of the maps, it's actually pretty easy. So then it just sort of becomes, well, then you just circle around the board and hope you don't get enough coins, which wasn't (laughs) as fun. So we we decided to do second place. I think you could do like third place or last place if it was a map where like getting a star, because the other rule we did was that you can't, if if you hit a star and you can afford it, you can't say no. Um, cause then again, you could just never buy a star. <laughs> um, so like the, the idea is that like once someone starts, once people are getting stars, a star might appear right in front of someone and they don't have another option. And so people are trying to do different things. People have different goals depending on where they are in the hierarchy, but it was fun. Um, I was, I was a little worried that it, it wouldn't work. And the, 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 when we tried it doing it, getting third place, it didn't really work, but uh, second place, I think, did work because there's just enough incentive to like get a star and then like hope you can kind of like shift it right. to someone else. It's a sweet spot. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of when we were playing. Uh, what What is the name of that game? <laughs> Stun Race FX, where we were trying to race oh, off the bridge. Yeah. yeah, who can who can fall off the bridge first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they, there is some fun to be had in not explicitly winning. Right, like making it some right. other goal other than well, I just did the best. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Or even, like, making it a goal. Because uh, it's one thing to, like, change like change the rules but have the same goal, right? Like a Nuzlocke, for example, yeah, yeah. where you yeah. play a Pokemon game and you give yourself extra rules. But at the end of the day, you've got the same goal. Yeah. It's still fun, but it's, it's, a diff- it's a totally different vibe when it's like, I'm playing this game for an 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 ending objective that is explicitly contrary to <laughs> the actual diegetic goal yeah. of the video game. I'm so, trying to think of other situations where that's like a thing you could do. So are you doing bonus stars too? Because that's another thing to keep yeah. like in mind as you're going through. Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you could you could also turn them off if you wanted. Yeah, well, but um, that's not fun. I'm al- I'm also right. uh, I, sorry. I, I was mm-hmm. also thinking about um, all the mods in uh, GoldenEye, like uh, slaps Golden Gun DK mode that like trying to just like run around and slap each other one hit one kill (laughs) (laughs) classic yeah yeah no that there there's some fun to be had in alternative game modes yeah i'm trying to think what are are some other ones that you could do like i'm trying to think like what are games where you could set it up so like who can lose the fastest or something yeah but I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. If you listening yeah. in the comments, and if, if you're in a place where you can leave comments, like the Game Cola Discord, yeah. or the Game Cola website, or the Game Cola YouTube channel, yeah. you could think of some fun ways to play video games where you like the end goal is different than the stated goal of the game. Let us know, because I've been trying to think of more, and I want to think of more, and I can't right now. My brain won't let me. It's impossible. It's an impossible <laughs> task. Um, aside from that, yes, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I've been playing a lot of online Pokemon Showdown mm-hmm. with competitive Pokemon, enjoying some of the yeah, new formats. Doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to get on the ladders of a bunch ladder, and getting on the ladder in the top five hundred of people playing that format, which is easier or difficult depending on which format you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> like I did one v one, which is everybody gets you bring three Pokemon. Then you see your opponent's three Pokemon, and then each of you picks one Pokemon, and then that is the battle that you do. So there's, like, two stages. There's the stage of, like, picking the right Pokemon, which is almost, like, can be, like, a rock, paper, scissors sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Then you actually have to play it out. And it's like rock, paper, scissors if, like, scissors could secretly be rock and you didn't realize it. Right. (laughs) What about Pokemon 99? What? What? As opposed to... Pokemon 100? Well, like Pokemon 1000? That's a movie. Tetris. What are you, what are you referring to? Tetris oh. 99? Or wasn't there like a Super Mario Bros. 99 oh. or something? Okay. Pokemon... I, um, It'd be like a Nuzlocke, but Battle Royale <laughs> competitive. That would be... Because I guess, like, it I wouldn't see be that like, being that very be, terrible. I think that would just end up being like a a round robin tournament. There's but, definitely no. Been, I, I, I think um, I think the difference here is that you go immediately from one battle to the next with right. all the like all your power mm-hmm. points used and your health gone and stuff. Like, yeah. I, well, there is a mode on Pokemon Showdown where it's a they they implemented like a mode that's called like free for all, where it's four people. Ooh. But they're all battling each other. Oh, that's so, really cool. There's, there's been a mo- There's been one where it's like two people on one team. Yeah, 
and two people on another team. I, I like um, that idea. That's really cool. But the problem with it was is that people would like forfeit mm. like a couple turns in and then that just like if you were spending your time like working on that, focusing on that, then that person and then that person was gone was then you're at a disadvantage because you could have been focusing on the other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and also, people would just get incredibly salty. I mean, that's just Pokemon because Showdown. Because it's like, oh, you, why did you beat me up when you could have beat them up? Because they have one more Pokemon. It's like, well, yes, but your Pokemon is currently in danger of, like, sweeping the whole You field. have a Kyogre, so, like, and he has a like, Elekid. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the best thing to do is to just eliminate you as the competition. And we've all just sort of systematically agreed on it. But people would get salty and quit. And then, like, you would end up very quickly just end up in a regular 1v1 with just, like, a slightly weird beginning. Yeah. But, and then I've been I've been trying to stay on the ladder of the random battles, which is, I think, the most popular one because it's the default one. And it doesn't require you to have any idea of how to build a team because mm-hmm. you just get a, a random team. Right. Um, and I feel like also getting, you know, doing well on that speaks to your ability to play the game. Because yes. I agree. So I've been I've been sort of bouncing on and off the ladder of that. Um and like the I think the top is like rank is like a rating of like 2200 and I've been bouncing around like 18 and 1900 which is like just on the like either just off the ladder or around the bottom of the ladder like the like 500 to 300. Have um, you and- yet played Pokemon Infinite Fusion. I have not. It's... It sounds like you would really like me to. I think it is... I was actually thinking about picking up Coromon, which is the one of the Pokemon alikes. Um, but maybe I should do not heard Infinite of Fusion that first. One. Yeah, it's a newer one. And it's... Because it, the other... So, like, the three big ones that I think I hear about the most are Temtem... Coromon and Nexomon. Right. Um, and what I've heard is Nexomon has like some pretty good presentation, but the battle system can be a little simplistic for certain people. Like depending on how much depth you want to have in the battle system. Right. Um Isn't Coromon one of then, the Digimon? Probably. Yeah. Um <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I just think if it's spelled any... with a C, if that means anything. <laughs> okay. At least U.S. trademark law uh, protects them. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think that if you're, like, if you would have a passing uh, enjoyment of Pokemon, Infinite Fusion is just, like, such a cool idea for a fan game that it's worth checking out for at least a few minutes. Okay. Yeah, I might do so- that. Has anyone made a Pokemon tabletop RPG? Yes, multiple. Really? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of podcasts. There's... Uh, you did. You you also have done it. <laughs> with Pokemon? We didn't ever play it, but you made it. With, we're, did, weren't you working on a Pokemon mystery dungeon? Oh, oh yeah, right. That's also I forgot. Really... Yeah. No, sorry. I keep thinking so about there's... the Mario Kart one. PTA and there's <laughs> that one we have actually played. <laughs> you did? Oh yeah, we did, and we just never published it. It was like a test, but 
Yeah, I don't think we I don't think we recorded it. I think it was I think what, it was like you, me, and Paul. Maybe oh, someone else. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it was fun once. I don't know if it would have been fun a second time. It might be fun again now that I it's been so long. But also like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should do that just for a, a bonus RPG cast at some point. <laughs> right, roll the one d Uh, and there's... <laughs> you found the document. Yeah, it was on my desktop. I would say don't even... I think it'll be... I think it'll be most enjoyable if people go to it with no information on how it actually works until they start watching or listening yeah. to it. Yeah. There's a, a Mega Man tabletop RPG, too. I've got that. Yeah, Pokemon has a few. There's... Pokemon Tabletop Adventures, Pokemon Tabletop United, and then I think there's Mystery Dungeon Hacks for both, or at least one of them. And then I, there's also just others that aren't those, but those are the, like, big ones that I'm aware of. Yeah, Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading my rules. Oh man, these are good. From, for Mario Kart? Yeah, these are some good, I, like, I, I went pretty in depth, and it's like, uh, you know, based on the original game, like it, it kind of follows the rules of the original Super Nintendo mm-hmm. Mario Kart pretty well. I mean, it's almost like a Mario Kart board game, right? Kind of, yeah. Just without a board. Yeah. I, I think that I did have a little map that I drew for myself. I'm not sure where that went. Yeah. But like to kind of keep track of where the players are. But like if you if you put it on a board and like had that board to keep track of where the players are it would be effectively a, a Mario Kart yeah. board game. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not a lot of, like, I do not recall much, uh, like, role-playing. Yeah, no, that, sorry, I do have, there is tracking in this that lists, uh, it looks like Anna won. That Anna was Peach, oh. you were Mario, Paul was Bowser, and I was Toad. Mm. And that, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, keeping track of the obstacles? Yeah, sorry. No, um, maybe we can do that again sometime. <laughs> April Fools this year or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um okay, I think we've I think we've rounded up. We've we're, we're I don't know where the podcast has sort of ended up. We've kind of lost the plot a bit. Yeah. So it might be time to wrap up. Um so thank you for listening to this edition of the Game Cola podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to check us out on our actual internet website gamecola.net or our YouTube channel gc.net the letter g the letter c the word dot the word net or at gamecola on YouTube. You can find the podcast, you can find videos, you can find any of the live streams if we ever decide to do that super highlight stream, yeah. which I would really like to do. I that want would to be do fun. that, yeah. Now that um, I'm, now that I'm back. I have uh, to finish Crystallis as well. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Redeem myself. You can also be sure to hang out with us on the Discord, uh, which you can find a link in the Twitter description, in the on Game Cola website, in the video description. It's been uh, come hang out, pretty lively lately. With us, yeah. Come watch yeah. me post video game related news articles that I think are interesting, and then don't <laughs> expand any thoughts on them and just leave. <laughs> you, you can or do Martin Joseph slander. <laughs> <laughs> you you can see me post kids write jokes like uh, a bear walks into a bar. He says, can I have two pints, please? The fireman says, why have you got big feet? <laughs> it's a good it's a time. Good time. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah, you're missing you out if hang you're out. Not. Sorry, and then, yeah, Jack Nicholas and Mario.
<laughs> so I'm just reading. <laughs> we can't. We yeah. I think that's a good teaser. Like, what is that even? You'll have to scroll back to like what. Oh, give them the date so they can find it um, in the history. That was John Rizzi on January 26th at 9:58 p.m. In what channel? Uh, off topic. Okay. Yeah, we've got great channels like Game Cola, Games, Off Topic, uh, Announcements. <laughs> Mon Lee. <laughs> That's it's for all of you to find all the Hitmon Lee signings in the. <laughs> yes. Thank you again for listening to this edition of the Game Cold Podcast. Rate us highly on any podcasting thing that you can rate us highly on if you can. Have a wonderful time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is you are listening to this podcast, and we will see you next month. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. played any video games in recent times? Uh, what? Oh, did you have more to say? No, I'm j- uh, we and I had to go. Oh, I, didn't I thought you were I thought you knew what? and we're just doing Yeah, a I bit. thought yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you oh. were making a joke. <laughs> and that like she was going to record later and you were just going to record it and then insert it. <laughs> oh, we should have done that. We could do that. We could, we could. I'll put it in, and if it works out, it works out. Um, well, I already said it, so I did. I didn't. See, I I don't have Discord. Like I have the. Oh right, next to yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, Your recording method. Are you under a blanket right now? No, I, I gave up on that. <laughs> okay. It didn't. It didn't make it really sound that much better. Yeah, it, it just had a lot of blanket noises. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, we'll segue back. We'll say. Wow, Anna, that's very interesting. Yeah, I'd like to play that one sometime. I hate that one. Blue, how could you say that about Anna's video game? <laughs> it's yeah, it sounded really interesting. Speak the truth.